Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, I wanted to take just a moment before we get started to talk to you about our awesome sponsor, Gem Accessories. So, of course, everybody knows that Gem Accessories is one of the leading accessory manufacturers within the community. But in addition to that, they are releasing their awesome brand new Puma backpack today. Yes, that's right. Today, Friday, December 16th. You can get them on their website at in the, well, in the link to the description down below. And of course, be sure to use our discount code for 10% off that awesome Puma backpack. So again, you can find their link in the description down below. Be sure to check out Gem Accessories and their awesome, awesome new Puma backpack. It is so wonderful. I have the Jaguar version, which is the green version, and I love it. You should absolutely check it out. And thanks so much for watching. Now let's get on into the episode. Hey everybody, welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. My name, of course, is Sunny. I am here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello! And of course, we want to thank our wonderful sponsor, Jam Accessories, for, well, sponsoring the podcast. So, uh, of course, we want to thank our other sponsors, ETB Games, of course, uh, Millennium Threads, and be sure to check out the affiliate links down below for TCG Player and Dragon Shield to... Get some awesome products at no extra cost to yourself. Like if you're just buying some singles to round out maybe your Edison deck or something, or just click that affiliate link before you shop. Costs you nothing extra, supports us. Now, of course, we want to always thank the ones that support us the most because they just directly give us money because Woo. we, we uh, they love us and we love you and we love everybody, but, all, but really love the patrons. <laughs> So a huge thank you to Cam Yang, Dragon Maid, Stunzeed, Kane Martin, Zyphrus, Yeet Defeat, April Floodgate from Parks and Recs, Blackwing Silverwind the Ascendant is the best Floodgate, Earth Machine, best deck, Epi, get goaded on the sauce, dingus. Has anyone actually read Toy Vendor, HGH Cyber? I'm not a man. I'm not a god. I am. Leedle, leedle, I, I I like that one. I am McLincoln, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Pig, Quitting the Game is a Floodgate, Sprite Farter, Unbanned Number 95, Konami, Understanding and Reading are two different things, Virtually Savior's World, Rogue and Tier 2 are the polite terms for a bad deck. 
AD, Aaron Gardner, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Cyberdank, Puffer Dragon. Don't listen to the guy who hates rogue decks. He's just salty. He got clapped by Rika. Duty Booty, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Fur Hire, Dog Turd, Heroes, Pebble Cereal, Jerry Beans Man, Cam, the Disciple of Caleb's Waifu Philosophy, King Henry, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Ray Powell, Sky Striker Maneuver, Scoop, and Slaking It Up. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. And of course, if you want to support the podcast, go that extra mile. Be sure to check out our Patreon. There's a link down below. And you do get an extra episode every week. Currently, we're doing this pretty cool series where we go through and, and we we talk about, well, we kind of, to a point, discuss. We're going through each set release in the game's history. Similar to how they do in like History of Yu-Gi-Oh! or even the Progression Series or Still Showdown where they kind of play each set we just kind of read off the cards and then kind of talk about yeah. the cards but pretty soon we're going to be done with that actually and we're going to transition into something a little bit more kind of free-flowing it's not really necessarily going to be all Yu-Gi-Oh stuff but we're going to talk about other stuff that we like probably like i like one piece i know caleb does too mm-hmm. we'll probably talk about pokemon other various media and things that we consume so uh be sure to check that out uh, i'm excited i think we have some cool stuff coming to the patreon so and also if you sign up at the highest tiers you can get t-shirts hoodies and even i think the ten dollar tier you get a mug and the five dollar tier i think you get stickers so and we have tiers as low as a dollar so anyway thank you all again so much for your support of the podcast now let's go ahead and hop on into the main bulk of the discussion so First off, we're going to start with we got we got some information for our TCG ban list. We didn't talk about this in the last episode, the one we did with Callie, because that was the, well, first of all, that was filmed before this stuff came out. Right. Uh, and it just that that episode was actually filmed like a week in advance and it just took a long time to edit together because like if you watch that episode on the YouTube, every time we cut to a different screen, which was every, I don't know, 10 seconds, it seemed like that was a, an edit that had to be done. And it was an hour and like 35 or 40 minutes. Yeah. So it was a very big edit. Um, a huge shout out to our editor, Justin, who did that for us. He, he did a great job. And there's some very fun little, you know, extra bits that he did. But we didn't get a chance to talk about this, so I'm really excited to talk about it. What we have is a something that we haven't ever really had, or at least not in a long time, right? We got a discussion from Konami. We got a, a it's a post on their blog about the December 1st Forbidden and Limited list. So this was released in conjunction with the remote dual YCS that happened this past weekend. And it starts off with a new Forbidden Limited list for the advanced format just took effect on December 1st, and it's currently in play for YCS Remote Duel. Check out the big changes that were made that will affect this weekend's competition. And then they went in to actually discuss why each card got banned, limited, or unlimited. And mm-hmm. yeah, and just some of their thoughts behind why they did it, which is great. Right. And I'll be the first to say this article was written by Michael Konahim, uh or Kohanim. Yeah, Michael Kohanim, which 
he's probably not an actual he might not be a konami employee he might just be a writer that writes on yeah. a blog but it's better than nothing right the, even this is a huge step forward in konami's communications with the player base this is something that we've wanted for a long long time we got a little bit of discussion or maybe less discussion and more an actual movement from konami with the 2016 february adjusted list which was the pepe list and then in 2011 uh late 2011 early 20 early 2012 i think we got this really underwhelming ban list that hit like the tg deck and the plant synchro deck but didn't really address any of the problems that the game was facing at the time which is wind up dino rabbit and insector a lot of this was because they were financially motivated to keep those strategies alive and going which <laughs> is fine to a point but to come in and really hit the other decks that were already teetering on playability because of power creep it was not something that sat well with the player base so as a result it gave a real kicking them while they're down feel right exactly you know just those decks were about to just get rotated out anyway there the, the bands were there was no point behind them right so to me personally and they wrote an article like this when that happened but the issue was that the player base reacted to that article super duper toxically and the player base kind of tore konami to shreds and to a point right with good reason what's not okay is harassment and things of that sort you can disagree with a company's communications policy without harassing people and being uh, being horrible, right? Easily. Very easy to do. And I think that this list is the next step in Konami saying, okay, it's been a decade since that happened. Let's give it a shot. Now, what some people are saying is we need to just be nice and say thank you konami for doing this that way we have this in the future because th i think this is super important right to give some kind of a perspective from konami mm -hmm. but i will say not everything here sits quite right with me which is fair all right so let's go through and talk about it piece by piece newly forbidden Mystic Mind and Curious the Lightsworn Dominion have now joined the Forbidden list. Mystic Mind had recently become a key card in competitive dueling, forcing many duelists to include cards in their deck that can get it off the field, or risk losing once Mystic Mind is played. With Mystic Mind now forbidden, duelists no longer need to consider the possibility of this controversial field spell stalling a duel for several consecutive turns. Now, I think that there's a little bit of I want to say nuance. Yeah, I think that their wording was very careful and very particular here. It's interesting. And a lot of this is kind of spurring off of, off of a video that House of Champs put out recently. John said a lot of it very well, so I'll just kind of reiterate what he said. Using the word controversial here to me feels very 
particular. It feels like they very intentionally use the word controversial to say, yeah, we, we hear you. We understand that this card is a problem. Nobody likes this card. It can go. And stalling is also something that interests me because I think that Konami does see time rolls as a problem. Or not as a problem necessarily, but they do understand that people are upset with time rules and Mystic Mind is not helping that. No. If anything, it's really exacerbating the situation. Yeah, for sure. Next, we have Curious the Lightsworn Dominion. What Curious was a popular card, especially among Tier Limits Duelists, because it was adept at sending cards from the deck to the graveyard. Perhaps most importantly, it is able to send a card of your choosing to the graveyard if it's Link Summoned. By sending highly impactful cards like Eradicator, Epidemic Virus, or Deck Devastation Virus to the graveyard, duelists were able to return those cards to the field with Nightmare Griffin and use them to annihilate an opponent's chances of winning. The, the addition of Curious Delights or Dominion to the Forbidden list prevents this from happening and deals a blow to decks like Tier Limits that made the most effective use of Curious. So Curious wasn't really in any Tier Limits lists anymore, but I get why this card has got banned anyway. Really curious, just based off of just based off of how it's you know how it's generic, how easy it is to make for a lot of decks, and then in addition to how generic its effect is, it's a ticking time bomb, ticking time bomb that will become a problem at some point in the future. Curious has been a problem before. It was a problem in the Danger Dark World list yeah. from a few years back. It's it would have been a problem in the current Danger Dark World list mm -hmm. that released right after this ban list. Oh yeah, and then you know, then of course, also it was also being run by at the at the time the the, the number one deck in the room, so well they weren't running anymore, but it still was at one point. So yeah, Curious is one of those cards that always creeps up when you have some like degenerate combo deck going. So and honestly, they're right, right? Being able to use Eradicator and Deck Devi just so freely is really key. So next we have the newly limited. Tier limits have been dominating the advanced format of the Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game ever since the release of Magnificent Mavens and the fairy type Ishizu cards. These decks typically used three copies of Herald of the Orange Light because it could stop an opponent's monster effect while sending one of the Ishizu cards to the graveyard, allowing the effect of the sent monster to be used. The new limitation on Herald of the Orange Light weakens tier limit decks that incorporated the fairy type Ishizu monsters from Magnificent Mavens into them. This is to the point i think this is exactly correct oh yeah 100 they they hit the nail on the head with that one yeah next we have newly semi-limited lyrilis recital starling was previously limited and has been now been bumped to up to two copies per deck effective december 1st their lyrilis strategy hasn't recently been popular in competitive dueling so this change may give them a much needed boost sure it's been power crept i guess i mean i back when i was running i was only running to recital starling really i think most decks ran three yeah i found i personally found that i never ever that i never really made the third because usually if i use the first two i'm about to win and if i need the third i'm about to lose anyway even if i even if I, even the third resolves i'm still gonna lose because i'm that far behind i guess uh, so that's why. So I was deck space was tight. Yeah, yeah. So I was able to f slot in some some more. Uh, I trying to remember exactly what I slotted into that third slot. I think you were running Ensemble Blue Robin at the time, which a lot of decks weren't. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. I, I decked in the Ensemble Blue, so that way I could have 
um, you know, the uh, Utopic Drag of Future, the, the four material ensemble with a Samorg link pointing at it, plus the barrier statue or Apex Avian. Right. Remove from the Forbidden list. A whopping five cards were removed from the Forbidden and Limited list entirely, effective December 1st. Two of those cards, Dimensional Fissure and Macrocosmos, were previously both limited to one. Both of those cards, both of these cards remain on the field after they're activated and will banish any key card that would be sent to a Tier Limit Duelist's graveyard. Generally, this will completely shut down the Tier Limit Duelist's plays since virtually all of the monsters in a Tier Limit's deck need to be sent to the graveyard to use their most powerful effects. The removal of these two cards from the Forbidden Limited list gives other decks the power they need to defeat Tier Limit decks. Tellerite Ptolemaeus, which was just removed from the Forbidden Limited list in the latest update, can serve a similar function to Dimensional Fissure and Macrocosmos, because you can summon it and then go straight into Stellar Knight Constellar Diamond by using it as an Xyz material. So Teller Knight Constellar Diamond can be Xyz summoned in Main Phase 2 by using a Teller Knight Xyz monster you control, like Teller Knight Ptolemaeus. As an Xyz material, while this card is on the field, neither player can send cards from the deck to the graveyard, and any card that returns from the graveyard to the hand is banished instead. Sending cards from the deck to the graveyard is core to the tier limit strategy, allowing Stellar Knight Constellar Diamond to put a complete stop to just about any tier limit's deck. In addition, Constellar, or Stellar Knight Constellar Diamond can give up an Xyz material to negate the activation of a dark monster's effect and destroy it, which comes in handy against many popular monsters. Literally, those two paragraphs can be summed up to we, we unbanned and unlimited these cards a little bit, specifically to weaken tier limits. Yes. There, there's a much more unnuanced way and less plot way of saying it, but I, but I think it really gets it across what they're trying to get across a lot better. Right. But I'm not going to repeat that here as it is not exactly uh, kid-friendly to say it. Yeah. They really just they wanted to impact the tier limits of Shizu deck being in a heavy tier zero format without hitting the deck itself. Right, because they still need to sell product. Yep. Finally, Metaverse and Fire Formation 10 key were removed from the Forbidden and Limited list entirely. Metaverse, which was previously limited, was most often used to go into Mystic to go to get Mystic Mind from the deck. Now, with Mystic Mind on the Forbidden list, duelists can use more copies of Metaverse to help them get to the field spell cards they need. Fire Formation cool. 10 key was previously semi-limited and was removed from the Forbidden and Limited list entirely on December 1st. Tenki is a key card for improving the consistency of decks that rely on Beast Warriors, including decks that use the Tri-Brigade strategy. Decks built around Beast Warriors haven't recently been popular in competitive dueling due to the dominance of tier limits and sprite strategies, but being able to use an extra copy of Tenki may help out some of the duelists still relying on Beast Warriors to win. The latest Forbidden and Limited list update isn't the most drastic one we've seen, but it weakens the tier limit decks that, can, that dominate the most the three most recent YCS events, YCS, Pasadena, Dortmund, and Costa Rica. This weekend's Remote Duel YCS is the first event in which the new Forbidden and Limited list is in effect, so we'll soon see the full impact that it's having on competitive dueling. Now, it's interesting to me that they acknowledge this isn't the most drastic list we've seen. They, they say yeah. that right here. It's not the craziest one. It's only the first sentence of the last paragraph. Right. But it's important. 
right? It, this, this communication cannot be understated. It is so far and away the most impactful and important thing that we've gotten from Konami as far as direct communication in years. It's the mm -hmm. first direct ban list we've gotten from communication we've gotten from Konami besides the ban list themselves in a decade. So this is a great step forward. And I, I very, very, very genuinely hope that this is a, something that turns into a tradition and continues for every ban list. And I hope that the player base doesn't ruin it for us. Yeah. That said, I still think this list could have done more. I don't think it was a terrible list, but there's some things they could have done to help out a little bit. It's it, still not the best list. The best way I know how to describe it is it's a really good, like fresh cut ham and some really nice sharp cheddar cheese sandwich mm -hmm. with no condiments. None. That's So you're saying it's a superior sandwich. Excuse me, you, you need ketchup, you need whoa, mustard, whoa, you need mayonnaise whoa, whoa. on ham and cheese, my dude. Whoa! And pickles, you need pickles. And lettuce and tomato. Really, really, it's just kind of a sad school sandwich. Okay, hold on. Yes? Let's back up to the first thing you said. Yeah, ketchup. Ain't nobody putting ketchup on a ham and cheese sandwich. Yes, they are. When you go to Subway, do you see ketchup? No, I always take the sandwich home and put ketchup on my sandwiches. I'm not going to lie, I don't normally. That's because I normally get the sweet chicken teriyaki or meatball. But when There's I get... no way you will put ketchup on a sandwich. Yeah. You, you're capping. There's no way. No, I do. I put it on my sandwiches... Um, if they're like a lunch meat and cheese sandwich, I'd usually do mayo and ketchup. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Yeah, but kids are dumb. You're supposed to grow out of stuff like that. <laughs> um, and then I also like it on hamburgers, of course. Well, a hamburger is different. Is a hamburger not just a... No, it's not. Different style of sandwich... It is a different style of sandwich. Sure. But Look, you're not going to put ketchup on like a deli meat sandwich. That, yet, that's not how that works. Yes, that is how that works. That's put, not how that works. That's not how any of this works. They also do mayo. and then Mayo is an understandable thing. For, I don't like mayo, but I yeah. can understand uh, people and then that do. For ham sandwiches, if I'm in the mood, mustard. Again, I don't like mustard. But I understand. I don't like mayo or mustard, right? But I understand those are those those, those are sandwich condiments. Now, ketchup is not a sandwich condiment. Ketchup is a sandwich condiment. However, I have not been able to do so recently due to some dietary issues. I, I'm at a loss. Too acidic. Ketchup. Ketchup goes on like fried finger foods. Uh, fried finger... Well, really, it can go with any fried food. However, finger foods are the easiest to dip it in. I'm struggling to think of a fried food that it can't go on. I wouldn't... I probably wouldn't put on fried oysters. That's fair. Uh, it's not It's not good on fried pickles. I've uh, noticed. Sure. I'll, I'll give you that. Sure. Yeah, uh, sweeter or, or more sour... Um, 
fried foods it's not good on. But that's because... I, it, I wouldn't do a fried Oreo and ketchup. Yeah. The reason why is because with the sweet foods, it's just clashing and it just makes sour food even more sour. It's just not worth it. No. But, I mean, like, even just taking, like, a fried chicken leg, pulling the meat off, dipping it in the, chick- sure. in the ketchup, mm, it's good. But that is neither... Anyway, you're a crazy person. <laughs> Long story short, the span list was, like, a really good, like, really decent sandwich just without any condiments or anything to go with it. You could have said without a bag of chips. I don't normally eat chips in my sandwiches. Bro! I prefer french fries. Dog. What? Dog. I prefer french fries. I like chips with my hot dogs, french fries with my sandwich items. Hey, everybody. Listen, if you're listening to this, the Top Cut Podcast is actively seeking a new (laughs) co-host. Must live in Louisiana. I, I, I'm just, I'm at a loss. <laughs> I don't even know what to think anymore. My mm. whole life is a lie. Mm. Tater tots. Sure, ketchup goes great on a tater tot, but the but closest it, thing to ketchup that I could accept on a sandwich, I think, is raisin cane sauce. Barbecue sauce. On a, I'm, I'm not putting barbecue sauce on a sandwich unless it's like... A barbecue sandwich. Like yeah. pulled pork or some bri- ooh really nice brisket or, or like or like 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 chicken but not like sliced chicken yeah like, like shredded ch- like like, like some grilled like some grilled or um yeah like like leftover like, fried chicken like the day after you yeah just yeah yeah pull sure pull off the bone and put it on lay it on I, lay it I on would a put ketchup on that it's really good you should do it but it's I'm really not good. but I'm not eating sliced turkey I'm I'm not gonna go to the store and get get you know. A, a smoked turkey slices go ooh open the container put the turkey on ah, yeah, put a little cheese. cheese ooh pepper jack cheese ah, ketchup all over it no shot yeah and then you go with some uh, mayo on one side mustard on the other slice of bread so that way the me- the mayo and mustard are separate and you also want to put that ke- put that ketchup in between the meat and the cheese now keep, I know you're trolling. I'm not. Then you keep your condiments separated. <sighs> Next ban list, they're banning you. <laughs> uh, for crimes against food, apparently. Yeah. Okay. We also got an OCG ban list. Yes. Which is so while while we're talking about banning Caleb and things. <laughs> well, Caleb, quick, what's your Konami ID number? <laughs> I don't know. Because you are bannable, my friend. I, I do not know off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm going to need that Kossi ID, man. All right, so the OCG got a new ban list really early. This ban list takes effect January 1st, but we yeah. already have it. They gave us a ban list like almost three weeks before it takes effect. We can't even get a ban list three months after we need one. They get one three. I just. We can't get a ban list more than a week before it goes into effect. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Right before a YCS, where it's the first event where it's going to be be in effect, you have one week to fix your decks for the ban list. Go. I'll say this much. We got the December 1st list before Thanksgiving. Or right around Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was before Thanksgiving because we were on a break. Yeah. So we got it the week of Thanksgiving, like a week in advance of when it took effect. And then 10 days before any major events. Yeah. Which is not enough time to order. I mean, that's two weeks to prepare for the event. Yeah. But it's not enough time to order cards and rely and reasonably have them in. That's a fair point. If That's you, a very fair point. Yeah, so it then comes down to, are you lucky enough for any cards you need to get? Are you to be like at your locals. Yeah, to either be at your locals, at your friends, or you just happen to have one sitting in your bulk somewhere. Right. That, that's a fair point. I, I hadn't considered the thought of having to order cards. Because normally, yeah, normally it takes 12 to 15 business days. Yeah, and that's... They, they have, I think, up to four days or five days before they have to ship your stuff mm-hmm so my experience they've been really good about shipping it like as, like as soon as like by the end of the first business day after you order it yeah usually yeah and then 12 to yeah. 15 well 10 to 15 is what they usually say but it's more closely related to like 12 to 15 but i've also had them show up like four days later I have ordered cards before on TCG Player on like a Monday night mm -hmm. and gotten them Wednesday in my mail. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, that doesn't happen all the time. I have also ordered cards around the first of the month and gotten them around the 15th of the next month. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's it's one of those things. I've also ordered cards and just never gotten them. Yeah. It's like it's like one of those things where you cannot rely. There's no way for you to reliably get those cards in that time frame. Right, yeah. That that's a really great point. Even going to your local game store because a lot of times you go in and you get like uh, like con- Teller Knight um uh Ptolemaeus. Ptolemaeus. That card I went to locals. They they didn't just have a copy of that card lying around because it's not a card that most locals are actively seeking to pick up and acquire and just hold on to. Right. That's 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 gonna be a card in someone's bulk, or I, I I ended up going through my bulk and finding a Ptolemaeus and a Conseller Diamond. Nice. Yeah, I was a stonks. I was shocked. Yeah. yeah, but like, yeah, that's that's a bulk card, and yeah, your shop might have one in their bulk. Maybe, if it's an older shop, they might just so happen to have one. Yeah. All right. More specifically, if your shop was open around when those cards were being released, they might have one just lying around. Yeah. If you're lucky. The new OCG ban list, because we are uh, already way over on time. Yes, we are. Well, not time for the episode, but like time we had allotted for this. Yeah. So, your newly forbidden cards are Tier Laments, Kalos, and Barrier Statue of the Stormwinds. I think Stormwinds is honestly overdue at this point. Yeah, it's just... The thing is that all the barrier statues are, at, as I've said before, with Curious ticking time bombs. All of them. All every single one. Yeah. It's just that Stormwinds was the first one to go off. Yeah. And it went off a of Master Duel before it did it here. Yeah. Um, and the reason why is because all of them do the same thing. All they require, is, all the, the various barrier statues, is for an R type to just so happen to special summon one of those types out of the deck. Not even out of the deck. I mean, look at look at Fluanderese. Fluanderese searches a winged beast and then normal summons. Exactly. Um, 
or uh or in a labyrinth how i'll mill how in labyrinth you can mill the uh barrier statue of the abyss yeah the dark barrier statue because it's a fiend and then splash summon off because one of your traps removed something from the field right it's it's insane how easily accessible these cards are in some decks i i'll be honest i i'm kind of shocked that other barrier statues haven't seen more play i think it's because that there hasn't been a way to reliably just fetch them for free right uh, now the interesting thing to me is one if let's say this happens in the tcg on the next mm -hmm. list i think fluanderies becomes an infinitely more interesting and interactive heavy deck that a lot of people aren't really gonna have much of an issue with oh absolutely because the, the biggest issue they have is the barrier statue just shuts down your entire turn unless you have regeki and i don't mean have an issue with as in you know the matchup becomes easier which it does yeah but i don't think players would have nearly as much of a as i don't think they would hate that deck as much if the deck was simply not i'm not gonna say based around the floodgate yeah. but if that deck has more more points of interaction like mist valley apex avian like Ryza, mm -hmm. those cards have a little bit more opportunity to play through and play around with yeah. them and interact with them barrier statue really doesn't you just have to waste your normal summon and waste your battle phase and move on yeah or or just happen to have regeki and or a lightning storm and just activate and hope they don't have something to stop that right i think this is really interesting and oh definitely the, my other question is if this happened in the tcg could we really realistically see a world where some more comes back I mean, there still comes the issue of uh, Mist Valley Apex Avian, but Apex Avian isn't as big of an issue as Barrier Statue is. So, I, right. very possibly. Interesting. They'd probably like ban it and then pull the Smorgling back to one and just to try it, see what it yeah, does. Yeah, but you only ever ran one anyway, so. Yeah, but that, I mean, bring it back to see if it does anything, but then basically put it on probation. Right. Next, we have Tier Limits Kit Kalos. This is a, quite the drastic hit to Tier Limits, but it needed it, so that's fine. This is the OCD, because uh, over in the OCD, Tier Limits have been out for several months at this point, so... Eight months. Yeah. This is the second time they've hit Tier Limits. Yes. And they're going to get their, more. Yeah, they've, the OCD's made their money. They're sick of it now. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Kshatri Fenrir and Kshatri Unicorn. Yeah, because Kshatri uh, Law decks were becoming the next issue. Well, Tier Limits Kshatri has been Tier 0 over there for a few months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if they just hit the Tier Limit, then Kshatri just steps in and replaces it. So it's kind of a... You have to get rid of the critical mass of these cards. Because realistically, yeah. I I'll just say it. They also limited Tier Limits Sharon and Tier Limits Reinhardt. So Same let's deal. think about this. At a full power version, right? You have three Reinhardt, three Sharon, three Havness, three Murley, three Fieldspell, three Fenrir, three Unicorn, three Tier Limits Kshatri. That is eight cards that you're running three of. That's 24 cards. Mm -hmm. 
Now, you have a one Kshatri Fenrir, one Unicorn, one Chirin, one Rhino Heart, one Field Spell, one Hav or two Havness, and then three Merly. You've gone from 24 to 10. Yep. And no Kick Kalos to really uh, push your advantage engine. And Prime uh, Prime Planet uh, Parisos. Which is the Kshatri Law uh, field spell. Right. So you have Primitive Planet and, Paralino for Tier Limit and Prime Planet Parisos for Kshatri. Which I had to look that up. Yeah, that's the only reason I know that. Yeah. This is interesting. To me, it's really fascinating that they've come down so hard on this deck to the point where they've gotten rid of the critical mass of these. And this is something similar that's happened with Zodiac, that's happened mm -hmm. with Sky Striker, where they really went in hard. And I think they learned the lesson that they from Sky Striker, where if you hit this, if you hit these kinds of decks really slowly over time, they'll just keep then, adapting. Right, the, the player base just keeps adapting and updating and innovating on the decks, which is a good thing. Innovation is good. Yeah. But it really doesn't solve the problem in a lot of times. Yeah, because, like, why am I going to buy new product when the deck I've been playing for the last six months is still entirely viable? Because you've only been, oh, no, I lost one copy baby of this. Baby stepping it, yeah. Yeah, baby stepping it for six months. All right, so the other newly limited cards are bestial magnemite which is this makes sense to me in a way because of the fact that it was just so ubiquitous yeah blackwing steam the cloak is a card that was forbidden there and it was it was banned here too but then like right before they released all the new blackwing stuff they gave it back to us well, yeah well they and, banned Halk, and yeah. that's the reason they felt they could give it back to us yeah yeah and they were like eh, it didn't do anything right change of heart we've had this for a while they finally got it and branded fusion went from two to one i'm thinking that they in their minds are saying okay well now that the tier limit cards are so limited branded will go it bestial or tier limit bestial branded or something like that yeah. will become the next best deck and we need to preemptively touch on this yeah yeah and the last card is ancient fairy dragon with an asterisk yeah this card's coming back with an errata which we'll talk about in just a moment yeah so your newly semi-limited cards are Galatea, the Orcus Automaton, Automaton, Automaton. Now uh, this is now from one to two, which we we've had it at three for a while now, I believe. Yeah. Swap Frog from one to two. Ours is at three, no problem. Striker, Sky Striker, Ace Kagari. This is, ours is at three, but it's a little bit different because they have two engage. We only have one engage. I think two. I think multiple Gregaris is better than multiple engages but we'll see now Yargarasu this card can be at three no problem that's fine right of Aramisir uh it was at one over there and now they moved it up to two yeah. they're just gonna peel that off slowly Infernity Launcher which is a scary card mm -hmm. but not as scary as Archfiend so yeah, that that is true Launcher is probably fine Foolish Burial Goods from three to two this is interesting to me because I do think that eventually Foolish Burial Goods will kind of be like Foolish Burial, where yeah. it, there's just so many amazing cards that get an effect when they go to the graveyard. Oh yeah, so many powerful spell traps that can just really utilize just being sent to the graveyard. Like just in Medolce, I can name I can name uh, just in the uh, with Medolce, you have the what was it Medolce Promenade, which has a graveyard effect where you banish it. Uh, and target one of your Medolce Xyz monsters. Then you just attach a Medolce monster to it from anywhere. 
I've got a better one for you. Mm -hmm. Toy vendor searches every time it hits the grave. Yep. Naturia sacred tree searches every time it hits the grave and it's not once per turn. Mm -hmm. And there was another one I had off the top of my head. The tear lament Soliac. I think yeah, that yeah. one gets a search or something when it goes to grave. So yeah, yeah. Well, like, there's so many spell spells and traps that have effects in grave. Yeah. Uh, Rageki from three to two. This is interesting. A lot of the board wipe cards were becoming really ubiquitous over there. Rageki, yeah. Book of Eclipse, Swords of Concealing Light. You were seeing a lot of those over there. And there are reasons for that. I don't remember off the. I don't remember them off the top of my head. I mean, I think a small part of it is Striker might still be popular. No, 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 yeah. no, no. There's a there's a direct meta reason. Okay. Uh, if you're interested in knowing that, check out Yasin656 yep. on YouTube. He did a video explaining it. He, he's the man with the knowledge. Yeah. And Trickstar Lightsage from 1 to 2. This card's fine. We have it at 3. Yeah. Eight, next, you have your Unlimits, which are ABC Dragon Buster. That's fine. We have it at 3. Yeah. No problem. Double Iris Magician, same thing. Water Enchantress, same thing. Phantom Knights of Torn Scales. Eldluxer, Star Sanguine, all same thing. So. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. This list is very crazy and huge and a bomb on the format. It's, it's, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a major upset to the actual meta itself. Yeah, it's a complete meta reset, which is something that we need over here. I have yeah. said for the last two years. Yeah, that's, that's fair. It's one of those things where we want it, but then we'll get it and then complain that we got it. Yeah, we, we need a nuclear ban list. We really do. We need just that ban list that comes in, and it's just crazy. All right, moving right along, however, to talk about Ancient Fairy Dragon, who uh, came off the uh, who's going to come off the OCG ban list with an errata. Um, so the, part of the reason why it was originally banned was this weird interaction that it could do between field spells and pseudo space, where you could use it to pop a field spell. And then pseudo space to get the field spell again, I think, or something like that. Uh, yeah. So, ancient fairy dragon had a so the reason it was banned is because of its ability to pop a field spell and get another one, and it, not, it wasn't once per turn. Yeah. Plus, well, it, it was a soft once per turn. They yeah. made it a hard once per turn, and now you cannot fetch the same field spell. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you could still like pseudo space, but the issue is that like all the good field spells that you would uh, want to pop and then get their second effect off, there that effect happens on activation, which pseudo space does not let you do. A great example is actually a great example is going back with Medolce because that's what deck I'm currently messing with um, with the field spell. Um, on activation, it shuffles back all my Medolces. If sure. I pseudo space, effective pseudo space to copy it. It I, doesn't do that. Right. It doesn't do that. I just get the 500 attack and I just get all the, everything else for the turn. Yeah. All right. So next we have the Super Heavy Samurai cards. Yes. A bunch of new cards. Yeah. So we spent uh, almost twice as long on the balance discussion stuff and Caleb's insane sandwich takes. Listen, if you want to know about insane sandwich takes... Play Scarlet and Violet. Some of the sandwiches that they make you make in that game are abominations. I bet they still don't have ketchup. Anyway. They do. They do. The only reason... Okay, now I'm convinced the only reason you said ketchup with sentence to begin with is because you played Scarlet and Violet and they put ketchup on it. And you're like, oh, this is a normal thing that people do. It's not. 
Well, no, I, I, I have yet to make a sandwich that actually utilizes ketchup yet. Um, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. But hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Earlier you said you do this. That yes. you've done this. Yeah, but not in Scarlet and Violet because the sandwich... Oh, okay, well, you earlier you said you've done this, and just now you said I've never actually done this. So. In Scarlet and Violet. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I thought I, I, thought I, I, thought I trapped no. you. No, no, um, because the sandwiches do different things depending upon what ingredients you use to make the make the sandwich. There's a sandwich I made with rice, and they don't let you spread the rice out it's across. It's not a sandwich; it's a casserole. They don't let you spread the rice across the entire sandwich. You just got to plump a big lump of it on one side, and the other side has. I'm trying to remember what the other ingredients was for the sandwich. It was ridiculous, like curry, and pork fillet, and avocado. Anyway, the most common sandwich I've made in that game, I swear to Christ, is egg, avocado, red onion. Egg, it's just egg, avocado, red onion, slap it together, let's go. What a sandwich. Yeah. Okay. And not like thin sliced, it's like boiled egg halves. Anyway, let's talk about some super heavy samurai cards. Yes. So. These are coming out of Cyberstorm Access. And the first car is Super Heavy Samurai Bike. It Level 2 bike. Earth Machine Tuner Effect Monster. 800 Attack, 1200 Defense. You can only use the first effect of this card's name once per turn. One, if you have no spells or traps in your graveyard, you can discard this card. Add one Super Heavy Samurai Monster from your deck to your hand, except Super Heavy Samurai Bike. Two, once per turn, you can target one machine monster you control that has a level increase. It's level by two. Yep. Next up, we have Super Super Heavy Samurai Spy. Level 1 Earth Machine Effect Monster. 200 attacks, 100 defense. You can only special summon with the first effect of this card's name once per turn. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. 1. If you have no spells or traps in your graveyard, special summon this card from your hand. 2. If you have no spells or traps in your graveyard, quick effect. Tribute this card, target a spell trap in your opponent's graveyard, set it to your field, but banish it when it leaves the field. That's interesting. Which is hilarious. All right, next we have Super Heavy Samurai Soul Gaia Booster. Level 4 Earth Machine Effect Monster, 0 attack, 0 defense. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. One, you can target one Super Heavy Samurai Monster you control. Equip this card from your hand or field to it. It is treated as a tuner. Two, if you have no spells or traps in your graveyard while this card is equipped to a monster by its own effect, you can special summon this card. Next up, we have Super Heavy Samurai Prodigy Wakaoshi. Uh, it is Wakaoshi? a maybe a level four dart machine pendulum tuner effect monster. Eleven hundred attack, fifteen hundred defense. Pendulum scale of eight. You can only see pendulum effect of this card's name once per turn. Man, One. I looked at this card and I was like, "Oh, sweet, Caleb got the pendulum card." And then I was scrolled and I was like, "Oh no, I get it. Yeah. I get it one with an even longer effect." You gotta get the other one. Uh, uh, one, if you have no spells or traps in your graveyard, you can place a super heavy samurai pendulum monster from your deck to your pendulum zone, to your other pendulum zone, except in the copy of itself. Then special summon this card. Monster effect. You can only use the first and second monster effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if you have no spells or traps in your graveyard, you can discard a monster, special summon a super super heavy samurai monster from your hand or deck in defense position. Also, you cannot special summon monster the rest of this turn except super heavy samurai. Two, if this card is used as synchro material and add to the extract face up, place it in your pendulum zone. Isn't... Aren't pendulum monsters in the spell and trap zone considered spell cards? Yes, but you can't have spell or traps in your graveyard. Oh, okay. It checks your graveyard, not your field. I don't know why I thought it was field. All right, next we have Super Heavy Samurai Monk Warrior Big Benkai. 
It's Big Ben K. Anyway, level eight Earth Machine Pendulum Effect Monster, 1,000 attack, 3,500 defense. Wow. Uh, pendulum scale of one. Pendulum effect. You can only use the pendulum effect of this card's name once per turn. One, if you control a super heavy samurai monster, you can add one super heavy samurai soul monster from your deck to your hand. Monster effect. You can only use the first and second monster effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if you have no spells or traps in your graveyard, you can send one super heavy samurai big Ben K from your hand or deck to the graveyard. And if you do special in this card from your hand two, if this card is used as synchro material and added to the extra deck face up, you can place it in your pendulum zone. Next up, we have one of their new synchros, super heavy samurai overlord Masurao. Masuro. Level 12 Earth Machine Synchro Effect Monster, 2100 attack, 4000 defense, 1 tuner plus 1 or more non-tuner monsters. Here's the key thing about Super Heavy Samurai and their main shtick. This card can attack while in face-up defense position. If it does, apply its defense for damage calculation. That's, uh, okay, that, yeah. that's their shtick. 2. If a Super Heavy Samurai monster or monsters you control will be destroyed by battle or card effect, you can destroy a Super Heavy Samurai card and you, you, you control instead. Once per turn, if your opponent activates a spell, trap, or effect, you can uh, draw a card so you have three cards in your hand. So, with its... That's really not bad. Yeah, so its second effect is that if a Super Samurai would be destroyed, instead you can go, yeah, you're not destroying that, you're destroying this other one instead. Right. That feels <laughs> really good. Uh, next we have Super Heavy Samurai General Chanel. 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 Whatever. Level 8 Dark Machine Synchro Pendulum Effect Monster. 2000 attack, 2500 defense, pendulum skill 1. You can only use the pendulum effect of this card's name once per turn. 1. When an opponent's monster declares an attack, you can special summon this card. Then, if you have no spell or traps in your graveyard, change that opponent's monster's attack to 0. Also, its effect is negated. Monster effect. Materials, one tuner, one or more non-tuners. One, if this card can attack while in face-up defense position. If it does, apply defense for damage calculation. Two, once per turn during the battle phase, if you control this Synchro Summon card, quick effect, you can special summon one Super Heavy Samurai monster from your deck or face up field to the spawn trap zone, then place this card in your pendulum zone. Neat. That's interesting. Yeah. So, uh, that's the last Super Heavy Samurai card. These cards seem to be fairly good. Oh, don't get me wrong. They're, they're fairly solid. But the issue is that, like... Super Heavy Samurai suffers from how any how any archetype would suffer with that with the entire archetype but not having any spells or traps. Yeah. It's all monsters, all monster effects. Yeah, you're just playing monster mash. Yeah. And like and the thing is you can't even run stuff like Infinite Impermanence or you can run Denko Seka. You can run Denko Seka. Yeah, you can run Denko Seka, um but like you can't run Infinite Impermanence, you can't run Dark Lord no more. Right can't run any of that all right next we have new visa star frost support you want to kick us off sure uh first off we have vicious astroud dark by the way such an amazing artwork the artwork is both really cool but also really busy yeah yeah that's fair it would look great as an <laughs> ulti though uh so it's a dark fairy fusion effect monster level eight three thousand attack three thousand defense materials are visa star frost Plus a monster with 1,500 attack and 2,100 defense. I know why that's very specific. Uh, must be special summoned by, by banishing the above cards from your field and or graveyard. 1. If this card is special summoned, you can target another monster on the field. 
destroy it. And if you do, this card gains attack equal to half the destroyed monster's original attack or defense, whichever was higher. Two, cannot be destroyed by battle. Monsters that can fuse together with with a Visa, with Visa Starfrost for this are as follows. Scareclaw Ryak Heart, Tier Laments Rhino Heart, Kshatri Ryas Heart, Infinitrack Drag Shovel, and Wind Up <laughs> and Wind Up Zen Mains. That's so hilarious. You were like, oh yeah, Scareclaw, Tier Laments, Kshatri. That makes sense. They're all part Infinitrack of the Infinitrack Drag Shovel and Wind and Up was, Zen Mains. Yeah, when you said Infinitrack Drag Shovel, I was like, huh? It's like a random card to include here because it has 1500 attack and 2100 defense. I mean, yeah. so does wind up Zen mains, which is also just hilarious. All right, next we have Kashatri Extra Quick Play Spell. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if a face up Kashatri exceeds monster you control is destroyed by battle or card effect, banish one Visa Starfrost from your hand, deck, or field. And if you do, special summon one Vicious Stroud from your extra deck ignoring its summoning conditions quick at quick play speed jeez two if this face up or if this card becomes banished you can target one of your banished visa starfrost add it to your hand whoa some good stuff for real all right next up i went on the page to load yes this is not the page i told it to load all right well, well, next we're going to find inner peace with Mana Dome. Yes, this is the next planet upon Visa Starfrost's journey across the solar system. Yep. <clears throat> Let's see. The th- this theme seems to be named after Vamana, dwarf, the fifth avatar of Vishnu, the preserver, a god of the Hindu pantheon, and possibly Dom or Dome or Dumb, as in Kingdom. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Beginning with Mana Dome. I'm going to say Dome because it has the at the end. Reum Heart, level 4 light warrior effect monster, 1500 attack, 2100 defense, is a viable target to fuse with Visa Starfrost. Yeah. You can only use the first and second effect this card's name used once per turn. One, if this card in the, is in the hand and during the main phase, quick effect, target a Manado monster, one monster at 1500 attack or 21 and 2100 defense, you control, destroy it, and then special summon this card. Two, if this card is normal or special, you can add a Mana Dome card from deck to hand, except another copy of itself. I mean, that'll always be good on a level 4 archetypal monster. Oh, yeah. I mean, normal on Visa Starfrost, search this search this dude if you can. And then effect pop, special effect. Yeah, for sure. All right. Next, we have Mana Dome Here Less. Level 2 Earth Fairy Tuner Effect Monster, 0 attack, 2,000 defense. You can only special in this card by the procedure of its first effect once per turn. 1. If you control a Visa Starfrost or a monster with 1,500 attack and 2,100 defense, you can special in this card from your hand. 2. If this card is destroyed by battle or card effect, you can special in one, 1 Mana Dome here less from your deck. Also, during the battle phase of the turn, this effect was activated. Synchro monsters you control gain 500 attack. Ooh, it's a synchro archetype, obviously. Next up, we have Manadome Meek, level two water fairy tuner effect monster. Zero attack, 1800 defense. You can only special this card by the procedure of its first effect once per turn. One, if you control a Visa Starfrost or a monster 1500 attack and 2100 defense, you can special summon this card from your hand. Two, if this card is destroyed by battle or card effect, you can special summon another copy of itself from your deck, then you can increase the level of the monster special summon this effect by two. Okay. Making it level four. Yep. Interesting. Next, we have Manadome Prime Heart. 
This is a level 10 light fairy synchro effect monster with 3000 attack and 3000 defense. Materials, one plus tuners plus one light tuner. Or one light monster, a light tuner. Uh, one, this card can attack a number of times each battle phase equal to the number of tuners used as material. Two, if uh, or this card synchro summoned using a mana dome tuner as a material cannot be targeted by your opponent's effects. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Three, if this face up synchro summoned card leaves the field due to your opponent, you can special summon one Visa Star Frost or one monster with 15 and 21 from your graveyard or from among your banished monsters. All right, pretty solid. Uh, next up, we have Mana Dome Imagining. The kanji reads, however, reads, Imagining Heart of the Fifth Destruction World. So it's like kind of like the field spells. Uh, yeah. Normal spell card, you can only use the first and second effects of this card's name each once per turn. One, reveal a Mana Dome monster or a Visa Star Frost in your hand. Draw two cards, then return one card from your hand to the bottom of your deck. So draw two, put one on bottom. That sounds familiar. Uh, yeah. Two, you can banish this card from your graveyard, then target a monster you control with 1,500 attack and 2,100 defense. That monster is a tuner until the end of this turn. Okay, we're getting a lot of that today. All right, next we have Mana Dome Abscission. Abscission? Abscission, yeah. yeah. Normal spell card, you can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One target, one monster you control, destroy, and if you do, add one primal planet, calarium, calarium, calarium. Yeah, calarium looks correct. Yeah, from your deck to your hand, or if you control a primal planet, carillium, you can add one mana dome spell or trap card to your hand, except mana dome obsession instead. You can banish this card from your graveyard, special summon one Visa Starfrost or one monster with. 1500 attack and 2100 defense from your hand interesting uh next up we have uh primal planet calarium uh the kanji is fifth destruction world calarium field spell card you can only activate one card this card's name per turn you can only use the third effect of this card's name once per turn one it's very restricted one when this card resolves you can add a mana dome monster or visa star frost from deck to your hand two light monsters you control gain 100 attack for each tuner you control and in your graveyard Three, if a face-up tuner or tuners you control is destroyed by battle or card fake and target one of those monsters and special summon them. Hmm. Interesting. Now we're on to the traps that no one's going to run. Yep. <laughs> Mana Dome Breakheart is a normal trap card, and you can only use the first and second effects of this card's name once per turn each. One target one tuner or one synchro monster in your graveyard. Special summon it, then if you special summoned a light monster with this effect, yeah, you can destroy one monster your opponent controls with attack equal or lower than that monster. Two, if a Visa Star Frost or a monster monsters you control with 1500 attack and 2100 defense would be destroyed by battle or card effect, you can banish this card from your graveyard instead. Interesting. Lastly, we have Manadome Reframing. Counter Trap, you only use the one and two effects this card's name each once per turn. One, when a spell or trap card or monster effect is activated, while you control a synchro monster to get the activation, and if there was a Visa Star Frost or a monster with 50 under Titan 21 defense in your field or graveyard, you can destroy that negated card. Two, you can banish this card from your graveyard, target three mana dome monsters in your graveyard, put them back in the deck. Pretty solid, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, this seems like a pretty good card. 
Yeah, surprisingly. Usually the traps are bleh. Alrighty. Alright, the last thing we have to talk about is uh, CY wanna... CYAC. Well, I'll tell you what, we're pretty much pretty much there on time. You wanna you wanna save a little bit for the next episode? You know what? A yeah. little, little bit of tensions rising, you know? You know what? Yeah, sure. We'll have more yeah, we'll 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 talk about those on the next episode. Yeah, we're we're trying we're trying to our best to keep the episodes to like a reasonable time length. You yeah. Alright, so with that said, thank you all so so much for your awesome support of the podcast be sure to tune in next time where we talk about some more cyber storm access cards mm -hmm. and i'm gonna be honest i think next episode might be an exciting one because i think either this coming weekend or sometime next week is jump fiesta oh yeah yeah so we should be getting a lot of information about master rule six if it's gonna happen yeah if it happens yeah usually jump festa is where they release the new uh, mechanics. Right. That, that's yeah. where they announce the biggest things in Yu-Gi-Oh! each time. So, yeah. With that said, again, like I said, thank you to all of our wonderful sponsors and all of our wonderful patrons. And thank you. That's right. You, person <laughs> listening or watching on YouTube. And if you really enjoyed this and you decide that you want more of this in your life, be sure to check us out wherever you get your stuff. Well, I guess you've already checked us out for an hour, but what I mean is if you're on Spotify, check out our YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, keep watching on YouTube, but also check out our Spotify. Mm -hmm. So, all right. With that said, thank you all and have a great weekend. Take care, everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.